Welcome to Soul Coach, the podcast. My name is April, a spiritual life coach, Reiki practitioner, and psychic. I will share my crazy and unexpected journey with you. Along the way, I will drop some nuggets to help you on your spiritual path. Welcome to season four of Soul Coach, the podcast. Welcome to Soul Coach, the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in to my show. Welcome to my faithful listeners. I know you are, not really, but I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to me. Uh, And then if you're new to the show, welcome. This is really about me rambling about my crazy spiritual journey. And uh, hopefully that it helps you along on your spiritual journey. So this podcast episode is all about elevation. So there's a channel that I watch on YouTube and it is called Woodward TV and uh, he is pretty damn amazing. Okay. And I got familiar with him when I was looking up uh, the book of Enoch. And this was several years ago, and I was looking up, like, you know, what is the book of Enoch? And his video came up, and then I just was was obsessed with him ever since. So, he's a very, one of very few channels that I put notifications on. But when when he gets a notification, I immediately open it up. He is amazing. His content is so good, and he's so informative. And I just like the way he thinks. So he just had this, uh, he had a, I had a notification last night for video and it was Q and A. I was like, I'm not, I'm not watching this Q and A. I'm not, I don't, isn't this was the second one he did. And I was like, I'm not going to do this because I just like his videos when he's talking about a particular subject and then I'm tuned in and that's it. I don't want to hear about people asking dumb questions. Like, I just think that's like, that's not what I want to do. Spirit had another idea for me. Because I was like, you need to watch. I was told I need to watch this Q&A. So I was like, oh, God. Let me watch this Q&A. And I was blown away because it was definitely meant for me to see. And it wasn't until the end when the last question was like, do you believe in God? And if so, what are your, you know, like, what do you believe in? If you don't believe in God, do you believe that? I mean, like, the question was such a good question. He saved it to the end. And he didn't answer the question. He uh, did a video to answer the question, which I really liked, too, because it was not just him answering questions, like, you know, via the channel. It was him having a visual to answer the question. So I love that as well. And... It was a sermon from a pastor. And I don't know the pastor's name, so don't ask. But I was so blown away about what he said in this sermon. And it was it's called the Lion of Judah or the Lion of... So I think it's the Lion of Judah. Um, in my next segment, I'm going to look it up real quick. But anyway, I... Uh, I was blown away and it touched me so much that I started crying. In the sermon, it talked about elevation. It talked about the prayers that we pray. 
he talked about, and the sermon was like three or four minutes long. It was a short little snippet of a sermon. But in those few minutes, it shook my soul because it is what I needed to hear. And I'm not praying bold prayers. I'm praying safely, if that makes sense. Of course, I want to pray for protection, wisdom. But what about me? And what I want to do in this life while I'm here. And I put myself on a 10-year plan because my son would be finished in high school. Fingers crossed. 10 years. You know, he's 8. So, you know, I uh, I have this game plan. This 10-year game plan. Like when he graduated, when he's 18, he finished school. This is the game plan. You know, so I have 10 years, right? And uh, (laughs) I'm thinking that I'm praying for good. Like, I'm thinking that I'm praying, like, I want elevation, I want this, I want that, I want a marriage, I want my family. Like, I'm praying for these things, but in this sermon, it was about elevation. It's about praying for things that only God can be, be able to provide for you. And I really had to think about, like, what he said, and I and I rewinded it so I could hear it again, because I was like, I'm not praying bold prayers. I'm praying safely. I'm praying for bare minimum when God has me on a whole nother pedestal, on a whole nother pedestal, and I'm playing, and I'm praying small. Because I'm thinking small. If I get three or four clients a week, I'm great. If I make this MX amount of money a week, I'm great. If I do this a month, I'm great. Okay. And that is how my mind frame was. I'm like very, like I'm safe. Like, you know, give me this, give me that. And it's just not where God wants me to be. And I have to come to the realization that, yo, this is not... That's why things aren't manifesting as fast as they should, because I'm not praying as bold as I should. And in that sermon, that is what he's talking about. You need to pray so boldly that you know that only God would be able to fulfill that. And it's your belief system. And... That elevation has a lot to do with you and how you feel about yourself. And I'm going to be very transparent with you guys and say, like, I know in the last several years I've played myself small and safely and I barely get by because that's just how I am. And that's not who I am, but that's how I've been. And it shows because I'm not happy. I'm not happy being my bold self because I'm scared. And in that fear, it's like, just like my show last week, I was like, I got to get over this fear that's of the unknown that I've created in my head. And it comes with getting older. And you look at the failures that you've had, 
But you got to be in the mindset of a kid. And I think that that's why God gave me this little kid that I have because he is off the charts. But he's off the charts in a good way. He's fearless. And the way that he thinks, it's just like, wow. I don't ever want him to lose that. He thinks so big. He told me last year that he's going to have, first he said he didn't want a wife. He just wants some kids. <laughs> he just wants some kids. Like, what, at seven? He's like, I just want a huge all-white house. And I want the staircase that comes out the front. Like, describe the house that he wanted at seven years old. And I'm thinking, I just want a little bitty three-bedroom house on the, in the country, right? It's not crazy. And his dreams are so big. And he's like, everything's going to be white. Everything, the furniture, the carpet. He's like, I want it all white. And he's like, I'm going to have like three kids. And he said, I may or may not have a wife. I don't know. I don't care. But that's what I'm going to do. And then last week, he kept saying, you know, I'm going to have this, 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 and this. And I keep thinking, is he having that because he feels like there's a lack? Or he's just thinking so big because he wants bigger than what we have? This makes sense, right? So I'm like, what is going on? Because we're in a nice house. Like I'm like, wait, what do you do? I need to do more? Is it what I mean? Is it the material things? And do you what do you need? And he's just just the way he's thinking. He's thinking bigger. He's thinking elevation. He's thinking about long term. He's and I'm like, man, if I had that kind of mind, and I probably did, I didn't have the right people to nurture that. We need to be in the mind of a child. When we are thinking and praying. Because I pray so small. And I think about like. I need. Excuse me. I need a certain thing. Right. And I'm like okay. Well I'll just. I'll get that. Instead of getting that. Because it's like. Well that feels more comfortable. and feels like it's more achievable. If you are praying <laughs> prayers where you know that you can achieve it just alone, then your prayers aren't big enough. If you know that you're praying a prayer that only God can help you with, then that's how you know you're praying a big prayer. And that is, that's a hard pill to swallow. Let me tell you something. Where God is trying to show me where he wants me to be is so, I can't wrap my head around it. And it keeps getting shown to me that I'm like, I feel like if I don't go ahead and jump, I'm going to block myself and I'm going to regret it. And, and I have to. And you have to as well. And you know that there's this burning fire inside of you that you're like, you know what? Let me pray and be bolder. Let me be so bold in my praying that it will shock myself once I receive, once I get that goal. And spirit has been on me who's all year long. Do you hear me? 2020 hit, this new decade hit, and spirit is like, bloop, this is what you're supposed to do. This over there. This little spiritual practice is cute and all, and all that. That's cute. Okay? But over here is where you need to be. Over there. Being big, helping millions. Your practice is cute. We let you do this for a little while, but that's 
you got to be over here right now. And that's where I'm heading over there. <laughs> and I'm scared of shit. And I and I can even tell like spirit is working on me so much that it's changing my diet, the way I eat, the way I hang out with people, the things that I used to do no longer like is fun. Like it seriously is changing who I am at my core. I'm no longer that person and it's scary. But it's necessary because you have to do that in order to elevate. You have to do that in order to move to next. You have to do that in order to live, to live in your purpose. You have to. We're so busy sitting on the sidelines in our life that we don't even know and realize that, hey, I need to be bold in this life. People are literally dying every day and we're sitting around on the sides, chilling, relaxing. Like, oh, I'll get to it. Oh, I'm going to get to it. I'm on my guys. Oh, I'm going to get to it. And then here we are. Look, it's about to be March and we haven't done shit we're supposed to do in 2020 yet. I'm going to eat healthier. Okay, here it is March. You're eating the king cake. This is Mardi Gras. Okay. <laughs> you over there eating crawfish, king cake, and daiquiris, which I have no problem with. I just can't eat that every day. I got to do that on a Saturday. Saturday's my cheat day. Okay. During the week, I need to eat clean. I need to get my stuff together. And I might not even do it every week, once a week. I might skip a week and be like, I'm going to eat clean for 14 days. Because the cleaner that I've been eating, my vibration is raising. And I am more connected to, to God and to the spiritual realm than I've ever been in a very long time. And I haven't been this in tune since 2018 when I went through that depression with my twin flame. And I literally, like stop eating and just drinking water and like I was fasting and and I was doing all this stuff and that's how I was vibrating so high but here I am 2020 and I'm like yo spirit is literally yelling at me I almost hit let me just tell you what happened yesterday because every single day spirit's like April get on your shit get get over there get over there I was driving to pick up my son and it was raining. It's been raining, raining, raining. And traffic was bad because it's Mardi Gras, okay? And um, I'm on the interstate, and I've always told Spirit, if you ever, I was like, if I see a white bird, um, that means that Spirit is around. And that's just like my connection with Spirit. If I see white birds flying, it's just, you know, confirmation that they're around. And when I first did that is when, if you listen to my Oak Alley Plantation, which has thousands of listened, thousands of downloads. If you listen to that podcast um, episode, it's in the beginning. I talked about the white birds flying in front of the car after my, oh Lord, after that experience that I had <laughs> at Oak Alley Plantation. And it was like, you know, a bunch of them flew almost, we almost hit the car. Like they almost hit the car. That happened to me yesterday while I was driving. And it was like, where the hell did this bird come from? And it was a huge white bird. 
And it came and flew in front of the, my window that I had to hit brakes. And I was like, did anybody see that? I'm by myself, of course. I'm, I'm like going to go get my, my son. And I'm looking. And I'm like, look at this white bird. This white bird is like, I almost hit it. I had to slam on brakes. That's how it was like, grabbed my attention. And I knew that spirit's like, I'm with you. My synchronicities have been off the charts. When I say 1111, 222, it's been constant. Constant. What I was like, yo, what is going on? It is time. It is time, y'all. It is time to move. It is time to get busy. It is time to move. During this Mercury retrograde, it is not time to move. Let me just slow that down a little bit. During this Mercury retrograde, it's time for you to relearn, evaluate, make a game plan for action. You don't move during Mercury retrograde. You move, but you don't move like that. You don't do major things during Mercury retrograde. It is time for you to sit back, enjoy the flow of life, things like my phone, my son dropped my phone in his noodles, honey. Okay? And I was just like, at first it worked and then it stopped. The screen's gone. I was like, okay, so I got to get a new phone. You know, I have two phones. So I was like, okay, that phone's kaput. But I need the contacts out of that phone because that's not an Apple phone. So I was like, shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, this is all part of <laughs> Mercury Retrograde. Like, yeah, electronics is all jacked up. I'm like, I don't even know, like... What is going on? Like, my these updates on the iPhone, it's just so much going on. And I'm like, I have to be patient. And I have to understand that this miscommunication, this is just, it is what it is. Right? Exes popping up. People trying to, like, holler at me that I haven't talked to in a while. I'm like, what's going on? That is what Mercury Retrograde does. Because it, it's more of like you sitting back because it's an illusion of things. And you're like, okay, I really need to think about this before I do it. You don't sign any contracts. You don't do anything major. But you definitely sit down and it's time for you to kind of regroup and rethink things in your life. And it couldn't have came at a perfect time because here we are transitioning into another decade. And the beginning of January, it's like the landing app of 2019. We're still trying to clean off and get rid of things from 2019 that we need to unlearn and then here we are, 2020, new decade, which is moving super fast. So we're in this new decade, and here we are. It's about to be March. And for the people that are really on their grind and is really doing the work, you know that it's like go time in March. Like, go time. So the thing that Spirit has me to do over there, it's go time in March. I have no more, I have no more excuses. And that's the thing of elevation, really setting the bar so high that only God would be able to help you. And that is what I want to share with you guys in this show, in this episode, is that that rental property that you want to get, go get it. You might not have the money, your credit's probably jacked up, go get it. I'm serious. Like, come up with a game plan during this Mercury retrograde to be like, you know what? Let me get this duplex real quick, like, and and do this. Let me research how to go over here and get this grant. How do I get a 501c started? How do I get this business plan started? Like, really sitting down 
in evaluating what's going on and, and pull yourself into action in March. That is what this is about. And the elevation has to be so high, it's going to be unbelievable. If you looked at the secret, and there's Jane, uh, what's his name? John Canville, the soup for the soul guy, Jack. John, Jack, whatever his name is. His, uh, his last name is Canfield. Um, he created the series for the Soul series, those books, you know. I have a couple of them, and uh, I actually went to, like, a seminar. I got signed, all all that good stuff, right? And he wrote, like, you know, he wanted to get $100,000 in a year. And he was like, so how do I get $100,000 in a year? Well, the synchronicities all start happening. The uh, If you remember, like, the uh, National Choir and then the editor... And then he had already had a book, and he published it, and then he made, like, $99,978 that year. So the next year, him and his wife were saying, let's shoot for a million. And he did a million because that's when he launched. Uh, his editor gave him the check for, you know, uh, the soul books. <coughs> and I was like, wow. Because those were goals that were so outrageous that he didn't even think that they will be able to accomplish. But when you have the mindset of elevation and and achieving and belief that you're going to accomplish what you got, you're going to get it. You are going to absolutely get it. And it's hard to not look at your current circumstance and be like, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Because even for myself, it's hard. And I'm not someone that, I'm a manifester. I can manifest pretty much anything um, when I put my mind to it. Um, but I do have a lot of distractions going on. But, like, when I put my mind to something, there is nothing in this world that can stop me. And I'm going to get it. I am definitely the musician. I, not the musician, the magician. <laughs> I am the number one on the tarot deck. I know I am. And the reason that I am is because I can manifest anything. If I want it, I got it. But I've allowed fear, outside influences to get me off track, right? So that being said, I want you guys to really think about during this Mercury retrograde, what it is that you need to elevate in your life and really think big. Because as a spiritualist, if that's what you want to call me, um, a lot of my peers, they live bare minimum. And I don't want to live bare minimum. I don't want to live in the woods. I don't want to. I am a hippie, but I'm not like that having a hippie. I'm a Leo. I'm a little, I'm a little vain and I'm an ego driven. I know who I am. Okay. Because I did my shadow work. <laughs> okay. And I don't want to be hugging trees. I don't want to wear flowers in my head all day like I just that's not that's a part of me but that's not who I truly am I want to be a spiritualist in the corporate world because I want to get to those CEOs I want to get to those CFOs I want to get to those businessmen and women and I want to get in their head and be like you know what you need to create balance in your life you need to get connected to God you need to do X, Y, Z. And that's that's who I am. That is my spin on spirituality. Because if you 
I think the trap witch even said it. If you're looking for a spiritualist that look a certain way, you're not going to find them. Everybody has this idea that I got to have this Erica Badu feel to me. Like I need to walk around with head wraps and barefooted, which I have no problem with because I can. But I also can put on some stilettos and a suit and go and go into somebody's office and be like, okay, let me take these heels off and let me do some Reiki on you. There's no right or wrong way in order to heal. To be a healer. You can look any kind of way. It's about what's in your heart, your true intentions, and you work with integrity. Right? So anyway, as I end this podcast, (laughs) I'm going to, um, in my next segment, I'm going to give you a couple of things that I want you to read. And uh, to really start thinking about elevation. And elevation to me is something that we all need to achieve for. We need to be able to think about what it truly, truly is meant to be elevated in God's light. And how that feels. Do you think Kim Kardashian think that thought that she would be this big? She knew she was gonna be famous. She knew but she literally has like elevated her entire family. You can say what you want about her. However, she was a stylist. Now she is a style icon. Let that marinate okay? Let that marinate in your spirit real quick. And yes, she says in L.A., and yes, she comes from family with money, yeah, 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 but it still doesn't matter, because a lot of people in L.A. have money, but they don't have that kind of elevation. People heard her name for the first time and couldn't even pronounce it. Now everybody wants to be a Kardashian. Not everybody, but I'm just saying. And... The brand that she's created within herself is like her elevation. Like she, even Kanye, however you think, however you think about him, he is charging to go to church. (laughs) So anything's truly possible, right? This dude is charging to go to church. And it's because of that choir. But I would go spend, well, it depends on how much it is, like $50 or whatever to go see him in this choir. Because that's how amazing that they are. Like, aren't they going on tour or something? But that's the elevation that I'm talking about. Who would have ever thought that? And in that sermon, he talks about, you think about, you know, the Wright brothers that created the airplane. Do you think... We would not even be flying if it wasn't for that concept. It was so all over that it was like, it was so over everybody's head. It was like, what the, the, fly in the sky? And the person that invented, I mean, the Ford, that invented the the T-Mobile, the the uh, (laughs) T-Mobile, the, uh, it's way before my time. You know, Ford is the one that invented the car. You know what I mean? His last name is Ford. But anyway... Like, he invented the car from a horse and buggy. They were riding horses and buggies, and he invented a car. So it's just, it's that kind of thought process that separates people. 
So my rambling's done. <laughs> but really think about the elevation. What it is in your life that you need to elevate to. And truly elevate. Now is the time, you guys. Now is the time. So let me give you guys some resources in my next segment. Segment. All right, you guys. So here's a couple of resources. So I found out who the guy that sermon was. And it's a, a pastor called John Hagee. Hagee. H-A-G-E-E. I've never heard of him or seen this man. He looks like one of those old school Baptist pastors from <laughs> back in the day. But what he said in, in the sermon is that it's a line of Judah. But in the sermon, it was so powerful. It was so powerful that it really shook my spirit to the point that I started crying because it was something that I needed to hear. And I feel like it's something that you guys need to hear. So Google that, The Line of Judah by John Hagee. H-A-G-E-E. I'm so hyped up. I don't even understand why. But anyway, um, uh, I did like four miles this morning. And I've been like on the phone with my mom. Kind of getting her. It's been so busy. Like y'all really care. But I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> that a lot going on. And I got to follow my emails with a couple of clients. Um, they probably think I've ghosted them. But I haven't. That's just been so busy. <laughs> but anyway. Um. That being said, I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, it's very important to, like, give yourself some resources. So, I watched this movie. Okay, so, I normally watch Netflix and, like, Prime. So, my son had downloaded this app called Tubi. It's, like, Tube TV or whatever. Tubi TV. And I was like, this seems like some little bootleg, little movie streaming thing. But it's actually pretty good. And there was this movie called Divination. And it was very, like, cheesy at first. I was about to turn it off because I was like, this really is, like, trash. But everything I watch is spirit guiding me to watch. So I was like, I got myself through it um, the first hour. And I was like, this is making me lose interest because it was moving so slow. However, this movie was about the spiritual warfare that we are under every single day. And this warfare that we have is uh, mainly within ourselves and also uh, externally through spirits, uh, principalities, and lower vibrations are really trying to manipulate you to get you off of your path. So... There was a, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the movie. So there's this couple and the son, uh, the husband is a product of a PK, a preacher's kid. <clears throat> His father committed suicide because he was seeing and hearing voices, but he really wasn't. He was able to see, you know, dark spirits and entities that were surrounding him. So the pastor, his father killed himself. So the husband and the wife were trying to have a baby. So, there were angels that were protecting the house, right? And the angels were protecting the house from the dark entities that was trying to get to the baby. Because the lady, the wife, was an empath. And the husband could see. And the baby was going to be the combination of both. And uh, so, the dark, the the lower vibrations and the principalities was trying to get to the house, but it was protected. 
you know, by a couple of angels. But anyway, the long story short is that fear was an angel, so called, it's an angel on the dark side. And fear was having, was talking, now this is spirit now, like talking to this lady that was sitting down because she was lonely and she's like, I'm never going to find a husband. I'm fat. I'm this. And then in the spirit angel of fear, they called him fear, was just like, yeah, you're not going to find anybody. You're getting old, you know, and it's those conversations that you have with yourself in your head about things you can and cannot achieve. And that movie was really good because it really showed me like you have to stop the chatter you have to stop the chatter because the chatter is not real the chatter is is there but it's also there for you to be like yo I know that I'm beautiful I know that I can get there is somebody out there for everyone always and, um, but it's the conversation that you have for yourself. If you think that you're not going to be successful in business, you won't be. If you don't change your mindset, you're never going to be. But in that movie, it's the same thing. It was like, once he realized who he was, then nothing could stop him. And that's exactly what I'm telling you guys like once you figure out who you truly are and what your mission is and life purpose nothing is going to be able to stop you you're going to have adversity oh big time especially the bigger that you're going to be the more adversity that you're going to have so you know with that being said though like look at that it's on TBR maybe you can find it some somewhere else I'm not sure. I think it's called Divination. Um, But the movie was cheesy. (laughs) But the message was awesome. And that tied into, like, the the Lion of Judah was going to motivate you for the rest of the week. Let me tell you. It is so, 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 so good. So listen to that. Uh, Look at, once on YouTube, YouTube, the Lion of Judah is on YouTube. And then Divination was on Chubby TV or whatever, but you can find that anywhere. Probably could find it on Netflix. I need to find out. But anyway, take that with you this week. Let's get through this Mercury retrograde. I think I might pop up with another podcast episode this week. I'm not sure because there's something else that Spirit has been like on me about, and it's about spiritualists and being, you know, really using your discernment on letting people read you and your tarot and allowing people in your energy. Because uh, there's a lot of fake people out there. There's a lot of people out there that, you know, are scammers and really kind of looking out, you know, for you guys. And that, and, and everybody's looking for direction, and I get it. Because it's hard out here in these streets. <laughs> being a spiritualist and being open and, and seeing things that other people don't see. And it's hard to explain when people are so asleep and when you're awake and you see these things you can never go back to sleep and it feels very lonely because you're like man like I'm not gonna hang out this bar because this bar is full of low vibrational people I can't even be inside this bar I gotta go over here and I got to go sit in the park bitch because <laughs> I can't even be around that it's that kind of thing like when you are elevating 
and your vibration is elevating, things are going to start falling away from you that no longer fit. You know, and I felt that during Mardi Gras for me. Like, you know, it's Mardi Gras season and I did some parading last Saturday and I uh, had a lot going on at a memorial and it was just a lot. And uh, and I just, the things that I used to do, I'm like, this does not excite me anymore. Now, the Mardi Gras, of course, but there's other parts of Mardi Gras, like the drinking and the, this. It was just so, I was so off. I didn't feel like myself and that's how I know that I'm elevating, Right. That's how you know. But anyway, I'm done. You guys know how to reach me. Uh, Thank you guys for all the faithful listeners. I'm going to keep this podcast up as long as I can. But I'm really about to, like, change, like, the core of who I am in the next few months. So, you guys, it's going to be totally different. But anyway, thank you so much. Have a great week. And talk to you soon. Bye.